The following program is sponsored by Lindis Construction. This is the WCCO Home Improvement Show, brought to you by Lindis Construction. One call, one contractor. Lindis Construction provides Minnesota and Wisconsin with the best products and workmanship. They provide leaf guard gutters, asphalt roofing, metal roofing, season guard replacement windows, exterior siding, remodeling, new construction, and more. If you've got questions, they've got answers this hour. Here's Denny Law and Andy Lindis. Well, actually, you've got one of the Lindis kids here. Yeah. But it's Alex. Hey, Andy's taking the day off. I haven't hey, seen you for a while. It's been a while. Yeah, how's everything? It's been a long summer. Really good. Really you good, you know? Two or, two or three more kids since we've seen each other? Like? Yeah, well, no, I got, you haven't. got the three girls. Yeah. And um, there's, uh, you know, Lena started first grade last this week, so that's exciting oh, in our household. I guess. Got a big first grader. And then um, Addison, my middle, started uh, 3K this, uh, this week as well, so that's exciting. And then uh, we got the one-year-old. Just had her birthday. Uh, just turned one last uh, last week. So a lot of fun, though, right? A lot of stuff going on. Oh yeah, super fun. Yeah, I mean, it goes quick, though. You know, uh, there's a baby. Went to it. my nephew's football game last night, and one of our friends had a little baby there, three month old. And it's like, man, nine months ago, you this forget is, how yeah, tiny, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was. Uh, it's it's going good. No, it's fun. That's great. Yeah. Uh, Alex uh, filling in for uh, Brother Andy, and if you have any kind of a home improvement question, call it in or text it. And as usual, uh, mm-hmm. before we get underway, let me give those numbers. Uh, the phone number, we've cleared the lines, 651-989-9226. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, you can phone it in, or if it's easier, send Alex a uh, text, 81807, uh, you and I were t- just started talking briefly about mm-hmm. uh, a variety of things, right? But you were doing some stuff at home, right? Yeah. Well, I was. Uh, you know, it's this weather. First off, is I thought we were done with this. Oh yeah, eighty-five percent humidity and um, and the heat. So uh, look, you know, looking forward to next week. But you know, as as this came, this little heat swing came back in. Um, I started noticing my in my shed where. The, the, there's not air conditioning in there, so the dew point in there is pretty oh, high. I guess, yeah. So um, <clears throat> there is some condensation that happens. If you have a bottle of, of ice water sure. or a bottle of Naturally. water comes out and there's a – it just – with this humidity, it condensates so rapidly and so fast and so much. It's amazing how much water can be there. But um, like I was telling you before, it was really neat how to see how condensation works in this aspect is I was uh, cleaning up my freezer and um, getting ready uh, for, for this year's – Hunting season, getting all the old venison out of there and making it a jerky. Okay. And I had this glass tabletop in my shed, and I was taking the, the frozen stuff and setting it on there, letting it thaw out a little bit before I sliced it. And as I was, you know, about 10, 15 minutes later, I was pulling it off and bringing it to the slicer. And underneath the glass countertop, which if you look at it, it looks like there's water pooling up on top of it. But all this condensation, because of the cold on top of sure. that, was condensating on the back side of the tabletop and actually dripping down and immediately went into construction mode like, okay, so this is what happens on a roof. When it's hot inside and cold outside, the two temperature changes, the moisture in the air condensates in the backside and then comes to drip down. It was a really neat to see a clear model of it, right? So it's, it's almost exactly what happens with your roof. You got ice and snow on your roof and you have air that leaks into your attic and now it's warmer. There's humidity into it. Hits that cold 
you know, in instance, the piece of meat, right? Hits sure. that cold piece of meat, and then it condensates. The molecules go back to liquid form and will condensate on there, and then you'll drip down. We had a lot of issues last winter with the condensation. Um, it was the temperature changes were so great that all this moisture inside these attics was starting to condensate, and it was actually dripping down. People think their, their roofs are leaking. Well, yeah. I mean— You'd be surprised how much water can can come if you put an ice, take a glass of ice water today with eighty five percent humidity and set it out on a table outside and watch how much water actually pulls up there. It's an unbelievable amount, and we're we're, you know, looking at all this is, is all of this is very preventable. It really is if you take the time to first off understand your attic, making sure you got adequate insulation, adequate ventilation is a big thing. Um, air sealing and ventilation are probably more important than actual insulation itself. And people think, you know, I'll just blow more insulation in. And, and instead, what you should start to look at is air sealing, making sure that every nook and cranny is sealed up so you don't have that direct shoot into the attic. And then um, um, also making sure that the ventilation inside the attic is adequate, which almost every house that we've, we roof does not have enough ventilation. Okay, you see that a lot. All, all the time. All the time, we're switching up how it's vented, the way it's vented, how many vents that are there. Um, so, so when we look at roofing, it's not just doing the roof. There's a whole aspect of a roof system that goes into play when we do a roof. So a lot of people think, oh, get new shingles, whatever. When we get to a house, we inspect the attic. We measure the insulation. We checked all of the, the venting. Um, we, we do blower door tests to make sure there's enough pressure and write draws in the house to work with the the ventilation that you have. So, because some venting roof vents don't work with the the style of house that you have. So there's a there's a whole different aspect to a, to a roof that a lot of people just don't think about. They think about getting new shingles. So when you hire us to come out and take a look, we're, we're when we're looking at a roof, we're looking at a as a as a whole, a whole from system. insulation, yeah. attic, insulation, exterior, everything like that. So. Um, and with doing that, we've been able to take houses that have real serious condensation problems and have been able to eliminate those just what, by looking at the ventilation and the air sealing. Are more people going into the, uh, uh, as far as insulating uh, the, the attic, uh, foam? Yeah. I mean, any, anywhere that we can, you know, implement foam because you're, you're getting insulation and air sealing all in one. And that is hands down one of the best ways to do it. If it can work with your budget. And the space allows it. And, that, and that's, that's really what it comes down to is, is the space being able to allow it. And if it's in your budget, um, those, those two factors, if you can swing it, then absolutely. Spray foam would be the, right. the way to go. In some instances, it's not, it's not really necessary. In my shed, I could have spray foamed my entire ceiling, but I have so much space in there. I can air seal it and blow in 50 inches of cellulose and get a, a better R value, same amount of air sealing, and it's a third of the price. But if you had an attic that didn't have, you could only put 30 inches in, then it might be advantageous to do the spray foam. Okay. You know, so, so it, it really depends. It really depends on, on the situation you have. All right. I'll tell you what, Alex, let's take a quick break. Rick in Roseville is going to be first up here on the phone when we come back. Uh, you can call in your home improvement question, as usual, 651 Nine eight nine nine two two six, or uh, send Alex a test 
a test. No, you won't be testing. A text. I don't do well with tests, so let's <laughs> no, hold off on that. We'll wait till the end of the hour <laughs> to do any testing. But the text number is 81807. And good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show presented every week by our friends at Lindis Construction. Alex Lindis is in studio uh, this morning helping us out, helping you out either by phone or by text. I see one line is open, Alex, 651-989-9226. Uh, and text number is 81807. We're going to get back to the text messages in a moment. But we promised Rick in Roseville he would be first up here. Rick, uh, what's your question for Alan? Morning, Alex? Rick. Morning. Uh, I've got a problem with the brick on my chimney starting to slake off mm-hmm. the outside edge. A uh, little bit of deterioration on the mortar. Uh, the concrete cap has got some cracks in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, wondering if we can seal the brick with some product, and then on the concrete cap, I used uh, Pittsburgh Revitalize on my patio, uh, stamp patio. Mm-hmm. Looks like it worked pretty good. was wondering if uh, doing the concrete cap with a product like that would work. Um, I guess I'm not familiar with that that product. Um, but you said that the some of the bricks are like they're, they're defacing, like the faces of them are falling off? Correct. Yeah. It's it's at that point where it's tough to do much to save them. And I hear it, um, to find a tuck pointer is hard these days. It, it's one of our largest challenges. You know, yeah. we're on a billion roofs a year, and we could keep, you know, a ton of brick guys busy. But there's just, you know, that's a, that's a tough trade. It's getting stronger. You know, those guys it? getting back into it. And we do have a couple good guys that work, but they're, um, they're just extremely busy. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, it's not, there's not a lot of guys doing that. Um, in, in your situation, without really looking at it, but it, what it sounds like is you do have some defacing. Um, uh, we call it tuck pointing, going in, redoing some of the mortar, um, replacing a couple of bricks that are defacing like that. And then there is a sealer you can put on that, a stone sealer, which which can work. Your crown, I don't know that product you were talking about for doing the crown, that, 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 that cap on top. We call that a crown. Um, lots of times, if it's cracking, you can put some crack filler in there. And it should be okay, and then a concrete sealer on top of it as well. Um, usually, aesthetically, it's very uh, it's on the very top, and most people can't see it. So you just want to eliminate water from getting in there. And it's not like it's going to leak or cause problems. What happens if water gets in there, and then it freezes, and that crack expands and really opens up, and then you can have some major issues. Um, but uh, like again, I, I can't give you any advice on that product you were talking about. Um, but um, as far as replacing that crown. Um, if there's a minor crack, like I said, you can fix it. If it's starting to really open up, then a new crown is very affordable. It's not too expensive for us to hire our guys to come out there and do that. Even tuck pointing too, depending on the extent of it. Um, it's really not, not too, uh, too bad to save, save the chimney now. Well, also it. for Rick and our listeners, if they want to, if, whether it's insulation, whatever yeah. the case is, call 1-800-LEAFGUARD for sure. and arrange for Linda's to come out. you got to look at it. Anyway. Yeah, and that's that's what's hard about, about brick and, and chimney. There's a whole bunch of different ways to attack it, but without, you know, brick gets to a point to where, and same with concrete too, you can only do so much to it at a certain point before you have to replace it. Um, I know when you're doing, my buddy does uh, interior garages and the concrete's on floors. <clears throat> and all the all the oil and all the damage to the concrete floors, he wants to go in and they say fix it. Well, he actually literally has to replace that concrete because you can't go over some of that stuff. It's just never going to hold right. It's never going to take a finish. It's just like old wood, wood that's been painted for 40, 50 years just doesn't take paint anymore. Um, so that's the same concept. But I would 
hire a professional like us, come and take a, a good assessment on it, and either give you some advice right there based on our um, our observation, um, or we can you know talk about hiring our guys to do it. Too. Sure. That's what I would do. 1-800-LEAFGUARD, Rick, and listeners. Text number, if you want to shoot uh, us a question via text, 81807. Here's one uh, question for the Home Improvement Show. I have some Anderson windows that crank open probably from the mid-90s, and several of the cranks are stripped. Can they be replaced? Do I need to have someone who knows Anderson windows come and look at them? One of the cranks actually becomes dislodged when I try to use it. It Yeah. Barb. Um, that's the cool thing about Anderson windows. I also have Anderson's in my house and I do love them, but, uh, you know, the screens fall, will fall off if the wind or the something breaks. They have an unbelievable, uh, access to all of the parts on any window that was ever made. Really? Um, it's really cool. So it's, it's Anderson. You just Google Anderson window parts and it will come out their, their parts store and you put in your, your window that you have, which they'll, they'll tell you where to find the code. They'll say, you know, it'll be a picture and show you where the code is on the window and says enter this code in, and then here's your style of window, here's the parts, and you can order what you need. Now, whether or not you're capable of actually replacing those yourself, that's something you might have to try. Order them up, get them in there, and then see if it's, uh, you know, there's plenty of YouTube how-to stuff out there. Um, a lot of it's very simple to replace. Some of it uh, can be very challenging too, So, which we, we do help service that. Anderson also has their own service techs available as well. So if you have parts and want to hire some some service, which might be a, I would say a more affordable route than hiring someone like me to come in and, and do something like that. But they do have a full service department that uh, that does handle that. If you don't want to do it yourself, but I would check out there, AndersonParts.com. All right, very good. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Uh, let's see. And I don't know if that's the exact website, but if you Google it, that'll oh, come you'll up. Find you'll find it. it. Just, yeah. just, just doing that, sure. 651-989-9226. Uh, text is 81807. Uh, I tell you what, Alex, let's, uh, let's take a break. Sharon and uh, Dan are on the phone. You guys, Sharon and Dan, are going to be next. So don't go away uh, here on 830 WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to our home improvement uh, show brought to us every week by our friends at Lindus Construction. 1-800-LEAFGUARD if you want to get in touch with those good folks. L-I-N-D-U-S. Alex is with us today. I always like to spell it every so often. Because it's people... A-L-E-X. Oh, yeah. That, that I know. <laughs> but I think a lot of po- folks, and we've seen it, you've seen it, yeah. think it's Linda's. Yeah, right. Like Linda's. Like the, Linda's. The boss. Yeah, like Linda's Donuts or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's not. L-I-N-D-U-S. Yeah. Yep. All right. We welcome your phone calls, and we have a bunch of those. And text messages. Text number, by the way, 81807. Uh, Alex, let's get back uh, to the phones, help folks out here. Sharon is calling from uh, St. Paul. Sharon, what's your question for Alex? Yeah, Alex, uh, I had some new shingles put on the uh, on my garage, and mm-hmm. uh, they were supposed to be uh, the thicker ones. The uh, And the ones I put on were the uh, uh, just the regular, there's no HD, no high def. They're just the flat ones. And they said they can... Tear them off and, and put on the correct one. Is it possible to just over shingle that with the Timbertex uh, thicker? Sh- mm. I mean, if they're if they're willing to replace it, I would I would have them replace. It. So they just put three tab shingles on with just lay flat. There's no architectural look to it. Um, I would have them replace it and get what you well, were expecting. Yes, I definitely want it replaced. Is it better? Uh, 
being we have this real hot weather, I assume they'll be back next week. Is it best to do it on a hot day or a cold day? And are these three, the flat three-tab shingles, are they pretty much uh, basted on now? Um, you know, I'm sure it'll be fine to tear them off because they got that paper underneath it, so they should come off just fine. As far as the, the heat, you know, and the weather, next week is going to be perfect. You said high 63 yeah, cooler, in the 60s. Yeah. It'll be perfect. Um, anything below 40 and above 95 is usually where you, you, you know, is your sweet zone there for installing shingles or doing any roof work. You should be okay. You should be good to go. Good luck, Sharon. Thank but you. I would definitely have them replace it. Yeah. That sounds like an error on their part, and you should get what you paid for. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan is on a cell phone with a question for you. Dan, uh, go ahead. Alex is Good listening. Morning. Good morning. And morning. Thank you for your, for your show. Thank you. I'm going to help a friend uh, repair a casement window. Mm-hmm. And any ideas? Uh, I think truth didn't truth make hardware for a lot of casement windows. Not sure what uh, how one would approach that. What would you do in my situation to help him? Uh, well, what what's exactly wrong with it? Do you know yet? Well, the, the handle's broken, and it won't turn and open and close the window. Another crank. Thing. Yeah, another yeah. crank thing. I mean, there's replacement. Yeah. yeah, there's there's replacement cranks for, for most case of windows that are even 40 years old. So, um, again, it's finding the, the manufacturer, which there should be some sort of identification on the window, as well as a part or code number. If you can find the manufacturer of the window and the part and code number, you should be able to find that matching part. If you can't find either of those and you 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 don't know exactly what the manufacturer is, then it, it could be a little challenging to find and replace that part. Um, depending on the window, too, you may buy a crank that's three or $400 because there's only two left in the world. <laughs> so you might be easier to uh, to look at replacing it, too. So, again, it's um, cranks are fairly easy to replace. There's a couple screws. You know, the, the, it, it, the, uh, it is, you know, something that, that is doable in, in, as long as you have the, the proper parts. So that's and, the biggest thing is finding the right parts. And, again, besides the crank, there's this other arms that go out to the window itself. So some of those may need I a would, little finessing. I would recommend replacing the entire mechanical ah. Um, deal there. So if I replaced a crank, I would also get the swing arms that go along with the crank because typically the crank is bad because the swing arms are faulty, you know, at some at, at some point they didn't lock up or, or open well, so put pressure on the crank, which stripped it out. Um, so I would replace that whole mechanism. That would be That would be my advice there instead of just replacing that one handle or whatever it is. All right. Good luck with that, Dan. Yeah. That's a how did your buddy talk into that? Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, uh, if if you can find the manufacturer, yeah, that's just the thing is making sure you're finding the part that sh- that's there. And uh, and and like I said, there's, the online resources are are available. You should be able to find any manufacturer, uh, any window manufacturer in the last forty years. You should be able to find that part, um, or at least find out that that part's for sure unavailable. All right. Mm-hmm. Six five one. Thanks, Dan. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. I'll tell you what, Gene. Uh, he's calling in with a question. Gene, what is your question for Alex? Hi, I've actually got two questions. Uh, one is, I've got a garage floor where we have uh, some battery acid, which I've uh, uh, taken some baking soda to and sort of neutralized. We are thinking about covering the the garage floor. Um, mm-hmm. Any issue of doing that with the battery acid that's been on there? Yes. The garage coating will not stick to it. And that's what I was just, that my comment mm-hmm. I made before, 
Um, so Black Hot Garage Door, there's a little plug for you, Casey. Uh, he's a good friend of ours back at home, and he has, does all these garage floor coatings. And he will come in, and actually what, what, we, what he would advise is actually cut out that bad section, put new concrete in, and then cover it. So he'll actually go in, and a lot of times it's the oil spots where the car sits, right? And that one spot in the middle of the garage, and it's just starting to basically turn into dust and crumble apart. Cut that area out, put new concrete in, and then coat it. So there is ways to do that, but I wouldn't. The problem is, is that the concrete's already the structure of the concrete, the integrity of the concrete's gone. So it's like putting a, a you know a piece of paint over rotten wood. It'll hold there as long as you know that wood doesn't move, but it's already rotting, so it'll end up be voids and air behind it, and it's just going to crumble. Can Alice? Can you? You think mm-hmm. you could uh, etch that concrete uh, prior? <clears throat> you know it, what he was. It's different than what I thought he was talking ah. about before when we read it before, but uh, it, it sounds like inside the garage, battery ass is actually already etched in, into the concrete and Eat sunk in and it. starting to crumble and, and take the integrity of the it's concrete it's away. Not cr- it's not crumbling at all, no. Is it just, just kind of like uh, an oil spot then, or what's what's it doing? It's like an oil spot, yes, on top of the concrete. Mm. I put, um, but there's no crumbling whatsoever. Okay. And, uh, so I'm thinking about just... Putting a sealant on before putting the covering on. No, do like not that. put any sealer on it. Ab- absolutely zero sealer. That's one thing that'll because then they got to spend time removing that sealer when they put that coating on it. <clears throat> so okay. if you are gonna if you are gonna coat the the garage floors for anyone who's listening out there, you're looking at coating new concrete. Do not yeah. seal it before you do that because that's how it bonds. If there's a sealer on it, it can't bond to the concrete, right? Um, okay. But I would. So what what. What I would do is, are you planning on doing this yourself, the ceiling or no, the, the coating? No. Your coating no. company, whoever you hire, um, will be able to. They got to prep that whole. They thing will prep anyways. that, yes, and that's what Casey's almost a professional prepper now instead of a sealer, because every garage he goes into has some sort of a prep or, or some sort of a some, something they got to do to make sure that this product's going to hold and last. So they should be able to take care of it. But if it's not as bad as you think, you might be able to do like a muriatic acid, etch it out. And, and really clean that surface before they uh, sealed it up. That might be an option. What do you mean, what, what do you, what do you mean by etching it out? Well, that muriatic acid will actually eat away some of the concrete. We do it for etching out surfaces and stuff for cleaning concrete. Okay. And if if it's not so bad, you might be able to etch that out if it's that little area. Um, and then, you know, the seal, the, the, the new coating over the top of it should should seal it up. But like I said, whoever you have, come do it. I would let them worry about it. They know exactly how they're going to get their product, and all products are a little different, exactly to get their product so that you get the warranty that the manufacturers provide. A lot of them, right. like in my case uh, with Great yeah. Garage Floors, they grind it down yeah, and, and clean, clean it up. So and depending I, on the severity yeah. of it, they might absolutely just grind yeah. all that stuff out of there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, you're, you're going to be okay. Yeah, I won't worry about it. I'll let them handle it. Yep. Yeah. And a second real quick question. You mentioned about Andrew's Windows having a... Uh, uh, a number somewhere on the window. Yep. Where, where would you find that? Is it the exterior or the interior? It's, where would you? Where it's would inside the sash frame. So it's inside the window frame. If you you have to open up the window to see, it's usually in the in the top, right, or the okay, or the so side or the side of the top there. Typically, meaning, meaning you have to take out the. Uh, part if you of the ju- you should be able to see it if you just open the window. Yep. If you just look, if you just open the window and look where the window actually slides in or closes into the frame, it's somewhere inside there. You'll see a little code. 
Um, to look around. Window parts number. Yeah, it's, it's in there. It's there. Great. Yep. Thank good you. luck. Thank you, Gene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good luck. In fact, uh, we had a listener uh, suggest as far as the window parts. Yep. There's a place that's relatively huge. Maybe you know about it. It's called Park Supply. It's on East 26th Street, Minneapolis. Window parts. Hey. It's huge. There you go. So Park that. Supply. And buy local. Here we go. Perfect. That's right, man. We have smart listeners. Yeah. You know, and concrete is a tough, is just a tough thing. It is. You know, it's, it's. But I know when a, they worked in my old floor, they, they came in, it took like a day and a half. Yeah. Two, they, they, I mean, there was dust everywhere, but yeah. they grind it down. Yeah. The prep work is key. Yeah. It's like key anything. to get these products, as you know, you've all seen those garage doors or those, when those coatings first came out and yeah. people were doing them themselves and whatever, and they look good for a, for a day. And then they just start to peel, peel off up. and it's just, it's, it's <laughs> especially with 90 well. some degree uh, yeah. weather, you bring hot tires. Yeah, and, exactly. So. Uh, the professionals out there know what they're doing. There have been enough uh, issues over the years. Somebody wants to know about, yeah, because the, the, you guys at Lindis have continued on with the free labor, right? Yeah. Uh, this caller wants to, I'm just reading you this bet. now from my note, uh, the information on season season guard windows, which are great windows. Yeah, so the, the month of September we're carrying out our, our free labor on our leaf guard gutters, our JF uh, roofing, asphalt roofing, and our Marvin Infinity windows and our season guard windows. Our season guard windows are a vinyl window, and we've been using them for the last uh, six or seven years now, and they have been absolutely amazing. I put them in my shed, so the first experience that I have them on my own house, and um, triple pane windows, there's almost little or zero condensation, even with the humidity in my shed, you know? Um, So that's amazing. They look great. The amount of glass that these windows have versus most vinyl windows um, the frames are very, I wouldn't say they're, they're narrow. I would say thin, but they're just narrow. They're super efficient, foam-filled frames, but they're narrow, so it creates more glass, almost 20% more glass. That's than a your big difference. Typical vinyl ones, a huge difference. Um, when you're thinking about letting in natural light and, and being able to, to visibly see outside, 20% more, more glass um, is the difference between a, a, a beautiful-looking window and, and a not-so-beautiful-looking window. So um, aside from the functionality and the maintenance-free options of it, um, they look fantastic. I haven't seen a vinyl window. we yet to have a vinyl window that even remotely comes close to the aesthetics of this window. Um, the, the nice uh, colonial-style curves and etching that they have on the frames, <clears throat> interior and the exterior, gives it a nice wood look so it doesn't look so boxy like typical vinyl sure. windows. And they're, uh, they're priced... Um, they're priced to right where the efficiencies are. You know, your return on investments, um, you know, are, you know, 10, 12 years on some of these windows and some of these older homes and uh, can be extremely um, beneficial for your comfort. I mean, you got homes that are, that are leaking air and they're just kind of, you know, the conducting cold air coming right through the glass. Uh, that comfort level in a house when it's five below outside is taken away. The, the glass is now room temperature. There's no cold drafting. There's no air tumbling. There's nothing going on with the, the heat transfer and the cold transfer. Thing. You know what I've noticed over the years with uh, Lindis and those season guard windows mm-hmm. is you guys do such, your people, I know there's a special group that does mm-hmm. the trim uh, finishing. Yeah. That's unbelievable. They're amazing, aren't they? They really are amazing, they are. talented uh, people. It's an artwork. Finish, yeah. trim, finish trimmers out there, and not, not just at our office, but anywhere in the entire industry, finish trimmers. It's a, it's something that 
if you've never done it before and then you who you have done it before and then you watch someone who's done it for 30 years yeah. do it 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 really is amazing to watch how they can get them to line up so perfect get the wood to be perfect get the nail holes to all be symmetrical and um, and the actual finishing oh the finishing yeah uh, whether it's paint or stain we have dedicated stain. we have dedicated guys in our booth which over the years has allowed our wood the finished product the finished wood to to you know I would put our finish up against anyone in the entire country. The oh, the agree. staining that they're doing in the well, it's just the experience, right? We've tried, you know, ten different uh, lacquers. We've tried, you know, eight different water based um, uh, lacquers and and ten different oil based lacquers, and and found out what works, what doesn't work, what works better outside, what works better inside. This wood actually looks better with this lacquer on it where this wood looks better with this yeah, on it. Yeah. Um, so it's really, really neat to have that experience and, and have control over that, where most of the time they're either outsourcing it to a painter um, or someone that they're, you know, they just, home, a lot of people just let homeowners do it themselves yeah. too, which that's is totally true. fine, but you're not having a guy that's Different been results. doing it for 30 years in a booth, controlled temperatures, everything. So take advantage of uh, whether it's roofing yeah, or... Yeah, this, this is the last month. We're probably going to have this deal throughout the year, filling up the schedule. Calling now, best prices you're going to get, especially on our roofing. We've been able to beat our roofing manufacturer prices. Um, this year, they've been holding out. Um, it, it's unbelievable. We're, we're right at a threshold of a price increase. So if you can get in now, it's, it's better than what you're going to find anywhere. They're holding this pricing for us through the fall and it's only going to go up from there. So cheapest you're going to be get a roof from us is in the next two months. 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Hang on, Alex. We'll take a break. Be right back with more Home Improvement Talk here on News Talk 830 WCCO. 76 is our Twin City temp. Heading for 92 today oh, and, God. Yeah, and 90 tomorrow. Now that you you guys at Lindis have a bunch of crews out working on yeah. this stuff, right? Well, luckily, you know, today they're... There's not as many out, but still a lot. You know, we got spoiled. Everyone was firing it up and getting a lot done because you didn't sweat that much in a day. But now it's back to, you know, hydrating, you know, making sure that you, you're paying attention to your coworkers and stuff, that they're not talking weird and mm-hmm. passing out. Because, yeah, it's, it's, it's hot out there. It's tough to work in this for but sure. After, but after this weekend, Alex, it'll... It'll cool down. Yeah. You said high of 63 next? By the end of the week, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So there. We'll take right. it. 76 now. Alex Lindison for Andy today talking home improvement. Let's uh, see. We've got some text messages we should get to. Sure. How to deal with pole barn that is raising every year due to high water table. Over the years, it has raised about 12 to 18 inches. What are you doing in that case? Ooh. Hmm. Sounds like a Jesse Treble question. It does question. sound like a Jesse Treble um, I don't know how much he deals with pole barns, but it's basically it's a footing issue, right? You got too much water; it's heaving up in the winter when it freezes. Um, so I would, I would, just in theory, thinking of the question, the only way I think you could combat that would be to either increase the depth of your footings somehow, um, or replacing the soil or drainage, like working on making sure you're getting the water out of there if you could do any of those few things or all of them i think that would help but that sounds like something that with without need to do a little bit more investigation and do some there's actually ways to do some water soil and moisture tests and um and some footing tests too because maybe they're not deep enough 
for the for the area. But I bet Jesse might have an idea. Absolutely. Yeah. He will 100% be able to tell you what what can fix it and how much it's going to cost. Yep. And if uh, the texture is listening, safebasements.com. Uh, 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 safe That's it. Safebasements.com. I mm-hmm. bet he'll have an idea or two. Here's a question. I know your dad has always been uh, a, a, a fan of steel siding. Oh, yeah. However, this is different. Okay. Can minor dents from a lawnmower be easily removed from aluminum siding? <laughs> Somebody was pretty aggressive with Minor this. dents. <laughs> I like, like, threw the minor dents in there. I don't know how um, you would do that. You know, ew, it's it's tough. I know that, you know, you can, you can try some ice cube tricks with the expanding, contracting, but that's kind of a steel thing. I've never done anything with the aluminum like that other than Maybe try to take the piece off and rebend it out the other side. I mean, that's just a, that's just tough. I, I I don't know what to suggest there. Any dents that I've ever put in my dad's siding, I've never fixed. Never fixed. Okay. <laughs> so there's that that option. We have yeah. a minute a minute to go, Alex. Maybe yeah. a real quick answer. Yeah. Um, I have a, a, a spy, uh, siding, mm. a small crack in vinyl siding in my home. Is there a glue or some other material I can put in it to seal the crack? It's a crack, not a hole, approximately an inch long. Yeah, uh, we use ISO um, uh, caulking. Any Anything like uh, any type of silicone caulking would be fine, something like that. But just don't be too aggressive with it because um, dirt can build up on it and can get really ugly looking, mm. you know, mm-hmm. so... All right, Other yeah. option is replacing that piece. Texter wants to know what was the name of that uh, store I mentioned in Minneapolis with many window parts. Park Supply, P-A-R-K. Park, Park Supply. Supply. I'm writing that down. All right, East 26th in the great city of Minneapolis. All right, Alex, go. good to see you. We've you got too, to head Danny. out. Yeah. And you want to get in touch with uh, Linda's Construction. That's the typical number we always give, easy to remember, 1-800-LEAF-GARDEN. Like I said, the cheapest roofing right now, the prices the way that they are, they're holding them for the next few months. Don't wait. Don't wait. 1-800-LEAF-GUARD.